Hi, you're listening to the Wealthy Mujer Podcast with Marisol Isabel, a podcast created for the powerful, brave, and beautiful chingona that you are. This space is for the woman that understands that wealth is so much more than money and status. It's about living the life you undeniably deserve. Let's give ourselves permission to redefine wealth and invite everyone to the table because juntas podemos más. So pour that glass of wine, put on those headphones, or strap that seatbelt, and let's grow together. Affirmation of the week. I am healthy, wealthy, and happy. I welcome the season of life I am in because I know it will give me what I need to get closer to living a life I am meant to live. I am willing to show myself grace and love in every season of my life because the more I love and nourish myself, the more I will grow deeper and stronger. I will no longer allow my past decisions and choices to haunt or halt my future growth. I know I can't do everything today, but I can commit to taking one small step towards my bigger goals. I may feel like I'm drowning in fear and I don't know where to start, but I am smart and capable enough to take a deep breath, slow my mind, and let my intuition tell me what's the first move. Hello, my wealthy mujeres. Happy whatever day you're listening to this podcast. I hope you're doing well, taking care of yourself, and giving love to yourself and others. I'm your host, Marisoli Saula, Latina life coach, helping women reclaim their power and break ceilings to gain wealth and live abundantly. On today's episode, I'll give you a deep dive look into the six pillars of the wealthy mujer. I'll also walk you through a quick exercise to help you bring awareness of your current status for each pillar. Think of it as an audit of your current priorities, choices, and focus. My biggest emphasis and focus for this episode is to show yourself a lot of love in all seasons of life because when you face the reality of your growth progression without any beauty filters, uh, it can look really heavy, scary, and overwhelming. Uh, So when we get to the exercise that I'm going to lead you through, I'll go ahead and lead you through in a way that shows you where you are today. And it gives you full confidence also in the notion that you can and you will elevate your current status. You'll get aligned and clear on what your goals are and what small steps you can start taking now that will literally change the trajectory of your life in a few days, weeks, months, or years. So let's grow. Okay, in last week's episode, I gave you a brief intro to the pillars of the wealthy mujer mindset. The overall, I would say, arching theme here is reimagining what wealth means for a woman like you. And before you're like, Marisol, a woman like me, what does that mean? When I say a woman like you, there really is no box or no direct definition. You exactly as you are is a woman that deserves to be wealthy. So therefore, a woman like you. It's a woman like you that's also living a full-blown human experience, right? So it's also a woman like you that has seen lots of success and has also experienced loss, fear, and failure. A woman like you that lives in a world of duality that you can A, know that it's possible to meet all your goals and dreams 
And also B, at the same time, it's too frightening to potentially fully embrace the possibility of meeting said goals and dreams. So in order to reduce the sense that there is so much you have to work on to get to a point of A through Z and to reduce those intrusive thoughts that really like to lie to you and tell you that you have no idea where to begin, I've selected the top six categories that will show you a personalized roadmap and then make it super clear what is needed from you to move the needle to whichever direction you choose to go towards. Okay, so the six pillars or categories, however you wish to describe them, are purpose, relationships, health, spirit, communication, and money. It all starts with purpose. On a high level view, it sounds super cute and it seems like a lot of people want to find their purpose, yet it's the pillar that most people have the highest conflict with and go as far as to avoid it. It's of course a big want, but it's also the hardest question for my clients to answer. I get a lot of, I don't even know. I don't even know what I like, who I am. I I don't even know where I'm going, what I'm supposed to be doing. The beauty in your purpose is that you kind of don't always have to know exactly what it is. And the big kicker here is that purpose is allowed to evolve and it can give birth to new purpose. Purpose is the voice inside of you that whispers in your mind and your heart, oh my God, this makes me really happy. This makes me feel complete. I need to keep doing this to feel this aligned with my life. And you may not even hear this exactly, or it may not even be loud enough, but I can assure you, even if it's super quiet, purpose is talking to you on a daily Purpose gives you meaning and creates the reason why you want what you want in life. It's really the compass to everything. A quick way you find your purpose is by doing the following, okay? Without a second thought, I want you just to jot down really quick five to six life values. The values that make it possible for you to keep going and work on the stuff that you may not even like but you know there's a bigger reason why you stick with it. My values currently, because they can shift, are vulnerability, empathy, family, wealth, growth, and humor. Based on those life values, what are the three ways you want to live your life to include your values? So my example is I want to be a safe place for anyone that feels they aren't validated or heard or understood. Okay, so that's one of my examples. Based on that answer, I then want to ask myself why for all those three ways you wrote down. That why will be your first introduction to your purpose. So, okay, going back to the example that I said is I want to be a safe place for anyone that feels they aren't validated because for me, it was really hard to feel safe and understood when I was young. So, boom, I just found my motive, I found my reason, and I found part of my purpose. So let it be smooth and easy and let your intuition, let your brain and your heart connect. And whatever words or statements come to mind, just write those down. Don't question them. Don't be wondering why I wrote this. Literally just write it down, whatever comes first. Because 
purpose can evolve and it can be upgraded and it can change at any given time. But maybe you needed to write those things down first to give you then a light bulb effect and say, oh, this is what I really want, actually. The second pillar is relationships. These babies are so important, aren't they? As humans, we thrive in community. We are wired to be codependent with people in our lives that we value, that we love, and that we have decided they are deemed worthy of our purest and unconditional love. And codependency isn't a negative thing. History tells us we are meant to be with our people. We are meant to feel connected, protected, and loved. But I'm not just speaking of human-to-human relationships here. I'm also hyper-focused on the relationships you have with yourself, with your life, with your values, with your purpose, with your non-negotiables in life. So how is your relationship with your human existence? How is your relationship with saying no? How is your relationship with food? How's your relationship with your space? Are you unorganized or are you super organized? Healthy relationships with all areas of our life is, think of it like the frame of the car, the axle of the car that keeps everything together and makes it drive and take you to point A to point B. The third pillar is health. And yes, health is a super general word. So when I say health here, I'm talking about your mental your physical, and your emotional health. This is the pillar that sets the foundation for all your goals and future dreams. This is the pillar that needs special attention because as you've probably heard this a million times, true and infinite wealth comes from keeping your mental, physical, and emotional self fit and strong. I, this is, this is a hard one for me. Okay. And I'm full transparency here. I have such a hard time talking about this pillar personally, because after doing my own audit that I do, I feel I am working really hard and focused on my mental and emotional health. But the really hard one for me is my physical health. Again, full transparency. I'm, I'm not shy to say that I am truly at my worst level of physical health in my entire life. My relationship with movement and my relationship with food has been a big roller coaster in my life. I mean, your girl knows that she's a beautiful, sexy, curvy woman. And I also know that in order for me to live the life I know is waiting for me, I need to be a fit, beautiful, sexy, curvy woman. And fit does not mean having to commit to a diet lifestyle or killing yourself in the gym. Fit for me is working intentionally and helping reduce the chances of serious illnesses currently and in my future. I am 100% okay that I'm never going to be skin and bones or have a flat tummy, but I will be fit. I will move my body and I will eat to fuel it because fueling my body, my mind, my emotion means I'm fueling my goals, my dreams. I won't let my journey stop because I'm on E and yours won't either. The fourth pillar is spirit. This is the category that doesn't require you to be religious or quote unquote spiritual, like believing in God per se. Here, the main focus is believing in yourself and believing in the notion that everything in your life and every experience happens for you, not against you. 
It's believing in what is yet to be seen, but you know it's viable and possible. It's believing in something greater than yourself and trusting that you will make the best decision to get you closer to where you're meant to be. It's believing in the mindset that the past is not able to be rewritten. So you leave it there. It's about knowing that if something needed to have happened in the past, it would have. So because it did not happen, it's okay for you to believe and confirm that it wasn't supposed to happen and be anything than what it was. It's surrendering to the belief that you, more than anyone else in this world, knows yourself enough to bet on yourself over and over again, even when the stakes are really high, because sometimes you'll land straight on your face and it'll hurt so bad. And other times you'll fly so high, you won't even believe it. I need you to remember that you're human. You're living a human experience and being human, being you is actually quite perfect. If For you, spirituality is a connection with God, with your faith, with the universe and its energy. Then it's all of it. It's all encompassing. And it's also the belief in yourself. The fifth pillar is my favorite. And that's communication. I majored in communications when I was in college. And I am really glad I did. Although I <laughs> I for sure know that I did not appreciate the classes or the lessons or the papers I had to write <laughs> when I was in school. But now I actually kind of wish I could go back and sit in those classes and take so many notes. I'm wondering if I can actually do that. I actually need to research it. Maybe they'll let me kind of just sit. That'd be kind of creepy, I know. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to lie. I um, I did sell all my textbooks when I was in college. Obviously, every semester you'd get money back. But I will confess that last year I did purchase a few of them, like the newer generations or what do you call it? Is it generations? No, you something else. The newer um, publishings. Oh, my gosh. I don't think my husband knows yet, and he talks a lot of ish that I'll buy all kinds of books just to collect them. So if you're listening to this, Francisco, I'm going to read them, so stop hating. But I digress. Seriously, my passion for communication started when I was really young, debating with my mom on why I shouldn't be grounded, helping my teachers see that they should let me take open book tests during lunch because I was awful at taking tests. I was also there for my friends with their drama slash situations. So obviously you get it. I I was a talker. And I actually don't even know why I just said was because clearly I am a talker. Let's just be honest. But as I grew older, I definitely realized that communication is so much more than talking. It's also about listening and listening with the intent to understand and validate the message you are being told. Whether it's a conversation with yourself or a conversation with other people. I learned in my interpersonal communication class all about the process of communication. So high level overview, here is this message I wanna tell someone. I'm going to quote unquote encode it. So I'm gonna go ahead and seal it and put it in a little box and then I'm gonna ship it to the receiver. Then it will be quote unquote decoded by the person as in the receiver I sent the message to. Also, caveat here, the sender and the receiver do not speak the same language, okay? The kicker here is that I 
and you have zero control on how the person will decode that message, meaning how they will interpret it and how they will react to it. Everyone on this planet communicates in their own language through lots of trials and tribulations in a little sprinkle of couples therapy because I really think that helped so much. I now work really hard and intentionally with the reminder that I'm human that when I do encode a message to myself or to others, I want to try really hard to consider their personal views and essentially I want to try to speak their language. This does not mean for a second that I forfeit my language. It just means that when I'm speaking to someone, I don't want to say something the way I need it to be said to me for me to understand it because I'm not technically speaking to myself. I'm speaking to someone else and I really want to make sure they get what I'm trying to say. When I am speaking to myself, I'm totally going to speak my language, right? Because the emphasis here is more on validating all my thoughts and giving myself permission to be raw and vulnerable. In efforts to be really wealthy in this life, we want to work towards having clear and fabulous communication with ourselves and with others. We want to make sure we can properly articulate our boundaries, our non-negotiables, explain why we deserve a raise when it comes to getting a promotion, or ask someone out. We want to use communication as a tool and a form of support. Alrighty, and finally, we get to our last pillar, and that's money. I say, let's have a lot of it. Let's not be afraid of it and let's help those we want to help and let's break generational cycles and see money as an energy exchange. I need to tell you a story that absolutely changed my life. Uh, One of my business coaches asked me once, do you know what money is? And I'm like, girl, stop. Like, duh. Yeah, it's the currency in which you're able to purchase goods and leave a live a decent life, right? And she was like, no, like, what is money? And then she pulls out like a $100 bill and says, what is this? And I'm still not getting it in my mind. I'm like, this Bia, like, she's freaking crazy. And then I say it again. It's like, I'm trying to explain it. I'm like, money, like currency, like you trade it for goods. And then I was like, because of course, I'm a smart ass. It's like the upgraded version of like the Oregon Trail. Like you're not trading your ox, you're using like, this money to get goods and to survive. And she can see I'm starting to get frustrated and sassy. And she goes, well, how much value does this have? As she's like pointing at this $100 bill. And I'm so confused at this point. And I'm like, well, it's worth $100. And she's like, well, yeah, okay, I guess. Like you guess, girl, it's it's $100. She's like, I guess it can be that, but it's actually not worth anything because it's just paper. And the value isn't because this piece of paper is like, gold, the value is the meaning we have given it. But this tangible paper is just paper. And I'm really trying not to say a lot of bad words here, but it fucking blew my mind. I have never thought of money as just paper. And the actual value came from the meaning of that thin paper. I ask you, what's the additional meanings that we have given this piece of paper. Does it control you or do you control it? Are you cruising and have like the best budget sheet or a financial advisor? What does this piece of paper mean to you? Does it mean status, security, success? Does it 
mean you've made it? Does it translate to anxiety because maybe you don't have it right now or you spend it on things that give you a quick dopamine hit, but then you feel really guilty and shame after? What is the relationship you have with money? Because having wealth doesn't equate to having all the money in the world, but money can. It absolutely can be a source of peace and it can equally be a source of overwhelm. So you pick what you want money to do for you and you control it, not the other way around. So now that I've given you more details on each pillar, here's like the super quick and easy way to reflect on where you currently are to each pillar and move the needle to grow within each pillar category, whatever you want to call it. You can do this every week as a touch base or once a month or a quarter, whatever you feel is best as you check in with your personal growth. Like do it next time you hang out with your girlfriends or with your partner. It's just, it's going to be a really great conversation and thought starter. For each pillar, I want you to ask yourself the following. And also keep in mind, you'll do this like six times once for each pillar. Question number one, today, What does blank mean to me? How would I define it? So we know blank is like the pillar. So what does communications mean to me and how do I define it? The next question is on a scale from one to 10, how would I rate myself on this pillar? One being I am so lost and confused. I want to run away. And 10 is feeling super hot. There's no room for growth. I've made it to the top top. I'm definitely not expecting anyone to ever be at a 10, but that's that's the levels, one through 10. Next question, how am I living this pillar right now? And I want you to be really honest with yourself. Just look at yourself without the beauty filter and write down five to 10 examples. So I'll give you my example, like for the health pillar, okay? So one of the ways I'm living in this pillar now is I'm eating for my emotions. And another way I'm living in this pillar is I'm journaling every day and that's really good for me. I really enjoy it. All right. So then the next question is, so out of those five to 10 answers from the previous question, I want you to pick one to two answers that you really want to focus on and work on. So you want to write down three tangible ways you can improve in each. So, okay, so here's my example. Again, I'm going to go ahead and pick the health pillar and my um, one of the ways I'm living in this pillar is I'm eating with my emotions. So that is one that I have selected that I want to focus on and work on. So now under I'm eating for my emotions, I'm going to write down three tangible ways that I can improve on it or I can just shift my mindset or try a new habit. I can go ahead and one, I can start to think of my meals the day before when I'm not hungry or overwhelmed. Two, I can go online grocery shopping so I only get what I want um, and what I need. And then also I can go on a solo date night once a week or one every two weeks, whatever it may be, and get my favorite dish and intentionally eat something that I love and not be reactive because I had a bad day or something. Do that for each pillar So now you'll have six to 12 small and not so scary ways you can work on now to improve your levels of wealth and feel different, thus changing the trajectory of your life. You are so 
wealthy, my friend. You are the wealthiest woman today because you made a choice to listen to this podcast and to be open to a new perspective, a new method of thinking. And I honor your courage to listen. The next step is action. And it doesn't have to be scary. It gets to be an adventure. And I believe in you always. I'm Marisol Saula, your wealthy mujer amiga, your life coach, and the one that sees all of you and loves you for it. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Interested in working with Marisol Saula? Click the link below to schedule a complimentary coaching call to help you find clarity on your next steps to regain your power, build a roadmap to success, and live a wealthy and abundant life.